Okay, does anyone have any last minute questions? Uh, yeah, I've got a question. Um, what's everybody's mutant powers? Okay, well, you Machine see. Machine empathy. Machine empathy. All right, I shoot both of you. Greetings, citizens. Welcome to episode one of Paranoia, Fight Together or Die a Clone. You're currently listening to the Ultraviolet Edition. This means that I will occasionally interrupt the story to tell you about the secret activities conducted by players, including their personal stories, secret missions, and backstabbing each other. If you would prefer these things to come as a surprise, you should instead listen to the Red Clearance edition of the show. Now, please allow me to introduce our players. I am Gosts, G-O-S-T-S. I am not a player in this game. Instead, I'm the Game Master. If you're new to tabletop games, this means that I control everything in the universe that is not the five people I am about to introduce you to. First up, we have Ramian. Ramian, please introduce yourself in 20 words or less. Hello, I am Ramian, and I enjoy long walks on the beach, and also many other things that cannot be summed up in 20 words or less. I feel like that was more than 20. Probably. I'm going to have to give you an insubordination point for that, citizen. Thank you, Frank Computer. Next up, we have Fritter. Fritter, please introduce yourself in 15 words or less. Hello, my name is Frit, F-R-I-T. All right. Uh, I think you had a little extras, and I don't think letters count as words, but I guess that's exploitable, so maybe they should. Next, we have Bees. Bees, please introduce yourself in 10 words or less. Hi, my name is Bees, and I am done. Good, very good. All right, uh, now we have Kyle. Kyle, please introduce yourself in five words or less. Kyle, can't be stopped. Very good, I like it. Uh, and our last player is Lights. Lights, please introduce yourself in one word or less. Light. Nice. Hello again. It's me, Gosts, introducing myself again. But now I'm doing it in post-production, after the game was recorded. If you're listening to the Red Clearance Edition, you'll hear this much less often than if you're listening to the Ultraviolet Edition. But in both of them, I will occasionally pop in to tell you about things that may otherwise be very confusing. Speaking of which, you're probably already confused if you don't know anything about the Paranoia role-playing game, so I'm going to fill you in on what you need to know. Don't worry, this will be short. Paranoia is not a game about lengthy explanations. Paranoia is a game about happiness, and trying new things, like Paranoia, for example, will make you happy. You know this is true because the computer tells you so. Friend Computer, you see, is the manager, the benefactor, and the overseer of everyone in Alpha Complex, the underground home in which we all live in utopian peace and harmony. Friend Computer is also your friend. In Alpha Complex, we're all friends. There's no unemployment, no hunger, no homelessness, no inequality, no oppression, and no unhappiness. Happiness is mandatory. The computer has taken many measures to ensure everyone is happy including helpfully color-coding the entirety of Alpha Complex. All citizens have a color clearance that depends on how loyal they are to the computer. It determines what you should do, where you should go, what you should eat, who you should talk to, and what you should talk about. The lowest clearance level is infrared, which is at the bottom of the light spectrum below visible light. Therefore, we represent it with black or gray. Next comes red, then orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, and finally ultraviolet. Since that's above the visible light spectrum, we represent it with white. Now, I know what you're thinking. This sounds like a system that people could use for oppression and inequality, which are things that we just discussed not existing in Alpha Complex. Don't worry. You see, people can't 
bribe, barter, inherit, transfer, threaten, or blackmail, or otherwise manipulate themselves to the top. It is uninfluenceable by humans, so the system can't be corrupt. Clearance levels exist for a very important reason. Although Alpha Complex is in no danger and is always working perfectly, sometimes there are dangerous things due to very temporary malfunctions caused by mutants, traitors, and communists. The computer just wants to make sure that only the people with proper training and equipment ever have to deal with anything dangerous. But just in case something dangerous does happen to you, the computer has taken even more measures to ensure that you stay happy. Alpha Complex has done away with death entirely. That's right. If you die, your memories are transferred to a cloned body via technology called Memomax. Even if you are shot, stabbed, burned, drowned, crushed, poisoned, or if your whole body explodes, you will be back where you were, and 3D printing will ensure you are clothed and equipped with whatever you had previously. That way, not even gruesome death can prevent people from getting to work on time. Of course, cloning is not free. There are costs for dying too much to discourage people from wasting resources by doing frivolous activities, like skydiving without a parachute. The number of times that you die is counted. In fact, there's a number at the end of your citizen ID that tells you what clone you're on, and you need to pay some credits if you use too many. If you can't pay, you will temporarily go into debt until you're able to recover the costs. If you hit the debt limit, well, you better not die until you get some money, because there's no coming back from that. Doesn't that make you happy? Okay, I've taken up more than enough time for now. Put a big smile on your face, and let's see what exciting things will happen today in the world of paranoia. I think it's time. It is currently morning cycle in Alpha Complex. You have all had your breakfasts of hot fun with a side of some other dried fun foods. Uh, your PDC buzzes with a message from the computer. Please report to briefing room 218 in Troubleshooter HQ at sector DMF, street address 9211962 for a priority assignment. Do not forget your assigned weaponry and or reflect armor. All right. Is everybody getting this or is it just Kyle? Oh, yeah, it's just Kyle. You guys don't have anything to do this session. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Awesome. What do you mean? I've got plenty to do. I put on my sunglasses, my best pair of... Uh... You put on your sunglasses? Yeah, my red sunglasses. Can you have red sunglasses? Is that a no. thing? No. Uh... You can have sunglasses. They are red clearance. They're orange. Oh! What do you mean what? sunglasses are orange? I don't think sunglasses they are. are orange yes, clearance. they are. Oh, right. The sunglasses are orange. Oh, shit. I sense Where'd you get those sunglasses? Several sectors away that someone is Regular wearing... glasses. <laughs> but I have... Like, you hear some sirens in the distance. <laughs> I put on regular glasses, but he's taped them black. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to start heading okay. to all right. my call. All right. So you all get the message. So presumably all of you are walking or taking a trans tube over to sector uh, DMF. Yes. And this is, it, this is a text message, right? Yes. It just stays on our PDA, right? Like it doesn't just go away after some time. Like that you can scroll correct. back and look at it. Okay. Great. 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 Let's head right, on so over. The transit there. All right. So. One at a time, you guys are going to end up arriving. Uh, the building is about 20 stories tall. It's almost the size of a, a block. This is a massive building, so it's probably the headquarters for not only the troubleshooting in this sector, but probably all the adjacent sectors as well. Are you Ooh. sure we've never been here before? Mm, I, I'm reasonably certain. Uh, is there, Should I know something? Have you been up to something? But are you sure? All right. I don't know. I do a lot of traveling for my job. 
Okay. Well, the streets here are uh, infrared clearance, and so are these sidewalks. There are some orange beams uh, on the streets that go up to a elevated train track. Ah. And you can see that there is a an elevated orange rail line, and there are actually platforms that connect directly to the Troubleshooter HQ. So if you're orange clearance, you can take a train that just goes right into work up, up like three stories. Ah, amazing. God, I wish God, that would be. Take trains if you're orange? The dream. The second story of the building, uh, it, the color transitions from gray to red with a lovely little art deco pattern. The third floor changes to orange, and then way up. It looks like the top couple floors are yellow. So it's kind of like a quasi-rainbow building. Yeah. And in fact, up on the roof, you can see that a smaller tower uh, rises up from this building that appears to be green. And on top of that? Green goons. No, that's it. I mean, there maybe there's like a really thin, like, little pole on top of that that's blue, but you can't see that high. Okay. I, I would really, enjoy, I would really well, enjoy it if just the flagpole is blue. Mm. I mean, it, it might be, but like I said, it's like 20 stories up. You really can't see it. But there. then a blue clearance, a citizen has to go up and change the flag every day. That's There are people who are blue them. clearance that have to, they're flag changers. Look, they changing have to change important flags. flags. Changing flags got to be at least one. Important. Changing flags is an infrared position. Changing flags is extremely uh, But there are important flags. flags. How do you expect an flag. infrared to raise up a blue flag? I expect anyway. him to do what he's told. So you guys all head in and uh, you probably meet each other in the lobby for convenience purposes. Wow, I've just met you, but I feel like I've known you my entire life. Why don't you guys describe yourselves a little bit? We're just arguing uh, about let's flags. Start with whoever starts talking first. <sighs> I am Kyle, RMX1, and I am an insect termination janitor. Mm. And what, uh, what do you look like? <sighs> I look like me. I have brown hair. I wear glass. I've got a red shirt. Good. I've got ultraviolet pants. You what? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I spit out my drink. All right, who's next? Hello, I am Dwight RFYT. You might recognize my voice from the Crunchy Crunchy Crunch Bar vending machines. But of course, outside of my work on vending machine voices, I also am a... I squint as I read my tiny little uh, badge. A bodyguard communications liaison. And what that means is that Many of the highest-ranking members in Alpha Complex need bodyguards, and those bodyguards need bodyguards, and I'm one of those. It's an important job. Wow, that's really cool. Uh, my name... next. So, wait, you bodyguard bodyguards? Yes. That's, that's a very interesting job. Yeah, you must do a lot for the, uh, the upper echelon of Alpha Complex. I do, but, you know, my job is to one day be a bodyguard and have my own bodyguards. Perhaps one day even those bodyguards might have bodyguards. Truly, there is no limit to what you can accomplish in Alpha Complex. What do you look like? Uh, he is a very nondescript, short, balding man. Wow. Wow. Of, like, what approximate age? Really flattering yourself? Uh, he's, like, maybe 30. But his voice okay. is fantastic. Oh, okay. Danny DeVito? Uh, who's next? Uh, I guess uh, I'll introduce myself. I'm our Frit RDNT, and uh, I'm actually a, a Memo Max uh, quality assurance technician. I suppose that uh, Frit looks like a fairly generic office worker. Always very busy. Uh, always lots to do. And whenever someone screws up, hopefully, uh, if any of us die while we are helping friend computer, I will be able to uh, make sure that your memories are quality assured. Uh, we're very, very careful in Memo Max. All right. Uh, two people left. 
Uh, I look politely at Ramian. Oh, uh, introduce myself? Uh, sure. Uh, hey, uh, everyone, I'm uh, Ram R-I-N-O. I'm, uh, well, if any of you have ever, you know, applied for or had any interest in the armed forces, uh, specifically Vulture Squad, you might have uh, seen me around because I'm a Vulture Squad recruiter. Search for the best of the best. Oh my gosh. And uh, make sure that the rest doesn't get in there. Like for TV? Uh, no, like for the actual Vulture Squad. Like on TV that you see. The Vulture Squad that you see on TV kicking down commie doors. That's that's them. I, I help do the recruiting for them. Uh, and uh, Ram looks like a... He's about average height, maybe a little taller. Uh, he has black hair. And honestly, he looks happy to be here. He's kind of... A little energetic. He's kind of bouncing up and down. He's excited. He looks slightly more handsome than the real Ram. Slightly taller than the real Ram. No, no, no. He looks a lot, a lot better than the real Ram. All right, Bees, All right. you're up. All right, it's me. Uh, I Hi, I'm BZZZ1, and I like to travel through sectors. That's part of my job. I am a biological niceness indexer. My eyebrows raised. Uh, so you like chart how deadly the fungus infections are? No, I rate different sectors for their biological niceness. I help plan which sectors will go up and which will go down. Like literally lifting them up? No, like their ratings. Oh, okay. Have you never paid attention to your sector's niceness rating, sir? Where do you check that? I can't say that I've ever... What is the niceness rating of sector DMF that we are currently in? How biologically um, nice is this place? Well, according to my memories i have never been in this sector before that's probably a bug i need to double check on that memo max qa anyways uh bees is a little shorter than average and has naturally red like the color hair and other than that they seem pretty pretty normal normal dude so we have nondescript nondescript slightly short slightly tall and small and bald i have red <laughs> hair that's not nondescript yeah, that's why I said slightly short. What do you want from me? A description of all my goblin features? Um, what, should I, should I make an anime character? Yeah. Fuck you. No. Sorry, do I need to get an anime Danny DeVito? You know what? My character is Black Hair Cloud. Uh, if you recall, I believe you need to go to room 218. Uh, so presumably, that's what you guys are going to do. Yeah, I figured we were probably talking while we were walking so I guess, up. I guess we head on up there. That'd be, that'd be mm -hmm. nice. Okay, so you're on the second floor now, which is mostly red. You head over and you find that room 18 appears to be a corner office. You are looking at the door and there's a little buzzer on the door. Um, but before you can think about if you want to press it or not, you all notice, you don't even have to roll for it. You can hear, sounds like there's a conversation going on in the room right now. Can we see uh, into the room? Well, what are they saying? Are they talking loud enough for us to hear normally? No, you can't see into the room. It's, it's closed off other than the door. Um, you can you can hear. It sounds like one person is talking is kind of muffled, and one person's talking a bit more audibly. Um, and you can hear some odd noises too. What kind of noises? Mm, do you want to listen in closer? No, I want to knock on the door uh, so that they know that we're coming. How loud would you like to knock? Like a normal knock, like a "Hey, we're here." All right. Uh, you knock. You knock on the door, like like that, and. Uh, it doesn't sound like they stop talking or like anyone's coming closer. I hit the buzzer. Um, I... I'm going to let Kyle hit the Open buzzer. The Slam that button. Open palm it. Uh, uh, you hit the buzzer and you hear it's, it makes like a really quiet ding and nothing happens. I hit um, it again. Can I check my PDC? Does it say anything about mm -hmm. getting into the room? 
It didn't say anything about how to get in. Uh, you hit the buzzer again. It makes another quiet ding. I mean, what clearance is this door? We can just open it, most likely. Um, it uh, looks like just a red door. All right. Well, All right, lead the I, way, uh, Dwight. I open the door and I lead the way. It's locked. I've been foiled again. You rattle the door handle. I unlock it. Uh, I'd like to uh, kind of put my hands on the door. <laughs> right? And I kind of like to shake it in its frame and put my ear up next to it. Is it like, is it like no. rattling in a oh, way that's like, open. it's a soundproof door or something? All right. You just, shake it, just little, shake it a little more. Shaking it as much Do as I hear any can. changes from the inside? What kind of buzzer is it? Like, can we hear the buzz from the, it. uh, from that it's making? Yeah, it's a really soft, sensual buzz that you can barely hear. <laughs> no, but like, is it like a doorbell where, where you press it and it goes ding dong? Or is it like a buzzer where you oh. press it and it goes buzz until you stop pressing? It, it's the latter kind. Okay, I'm gonna press it and hold it. Okay, what uh, what, what what way Please. does this door open? It looks like it opens in inwards. It's probably. locked. Got it. Uh, I'm feeling a bit annoyed, so I'm just gonna ram it. Oh no! Uh, All right, so no, no. Ram is holding onto the door, shaking it, and I'm still Jesus sitting there shaking holding it, the so. buzzer down. And Kyle's backing up, <laughs> looks like he's getting ready to charge. I release the buzzer immediately and step back. I'd like to get All out right, of the way. Uh, Kyle, why don't you make a general? I'd like to get out of the way. <laughs> All right. Ah, right. Uh, or you can make an unarmed if it's better, but I doubt it is. Mm, well, it's put not. All the points in the unarmed. It's not. Ah, that's three successes. Three successes and two failures. All right. Um, you slam into the door with Ram in it, and uh, it, it pops right open. Uh, no, Ram. Yeah, he already got out. Of the I way, got out of the way, or maybe fortunately, depending on which person you are. I grabbed him on the way there. Um, <laughs> Your your three successes are that you managed to get the door open without injuring yourself. Okay, I accept um, it. I accept it. Two failures. I don't even have to add any more failures because you tumble right into a yellow office. Oh no, Kyle! Oh Jesus Kyle, Christ! Kyle, you have just thrown yourself into a yellow office. All right. Wait, it's yellow. So, uh huh. I'm glad we stepped back. All right. So uh, this is a medium sized office. Uh, it's got a yellow interior. It's got windows overlooking the street on both of the corner sides. Uh, it has a heavy plastic desk with a variety of paperwork, some small containers. It's got a plate and a half-eaten sandwich. And uh, it looks like there is a primed and ready yellow laser pistol barrel on top of the desk, just kind of casually sitting there. This isn't 218. There is a uh, TV mounted on the side of the room. And uh, there is a man sitting behind the desk. Uh, it looks like he his his little soul chair was facing the TV, but now he turns it over to look at you. <laughs> he's, a, he's kind of a stocky guy. He's got a okay. Don't panic, everyone. I have an idea. I am a hundred wearing a yellow jumpsuit with a pop collar. I'm quite panicked. I say out loud. Did you press the buzzer? <laughs> All right, I press the buzzer. Right. Uh, he he presses the mute button on yeah. his remote control and puts it down, uh, and he takes a puff of his cigar and he says, "What the hell are you doing? Is this two eighteen? Yes." We were told to come here by Frank Peter. He looks at papers on his desk, and he looks at you, and he looks at the papers again. I didn't want to be late. And he says, ah, uh, troubleshooters. Yes, sir. I That's shout us. from the hallway. We find trouble and we shoot it. All right, come in, come in. Is, is the floor, what color is the floor? It's yellow. Is there anything on the floor? He's telling you to come in. Is there anything on the floor? Kyle is on the floor. <laughs> okay, I'm going to step onto Kyle. I can step I on Kyle. I immediately point a gun at your crotch. <laughs> You, you point the gun with no barrel at her crotch. You know what? I what will gun? just politely enter because I've been given an order by a superior. <laughs> Alright, I am going to I guess step off of Kyle if he's going to try to shoot me, and I'll like hang in the doorway in the back of the crowd. He looks at you and he says, I said come in for computer's sake. If I tell you to come in, you can come in. This isn't some 
insect entrapment operation? Uh, I look around. Is it an insect entrapment operation? I can make it into one. No, if this was an insect entrapment operation, would it be green? Green goons. You don't see a bunch of guys in green waiting to club you as soon as you walk oh, in. Oh, that's... That seems like normal. I step in. All right. Is everyone I step stepping? off Kyle, rather. Let me say, if it's so yellow, fine. keep it mellow. If it's green, better scream. All right. He takes another puff of his cigar, and uh, he looks at you, and he says, all right, let's see. Uh, right. Okay. I have your mission right here. Okay. I look at it. He, well, he doesn't, he doesn't oh. throw it at you. He, he gets his papers out, and he starts reading them, and he says, okay, so we're going to be sending you to sector BRZ. If you didn't know, it's basically a big mining town near the bottom of the complex. Uranium, mostly. Important stuff. Assuming you like having lights, air, recyclers as a function. I, I do, do enjoy those. They make me happy. Now, it says there's been a uh, decrease in productivity there. That doesn't make me happy. Doesn't look like anything big. Computer said it was uh, less than 1%, I think. They'll know how much it is when you get there. Uh, normally, I wouldn't give a bot's back end, and I don't think anyone else would either. Mines run dry all the time, but only issue is it doesn't seem to be running dry at all. Same amount of rock is getting drilled and crushed. Same amount of dust is getting purified. Same amount of purified dust is getting melted out and sorted. And nobody knows where the process is going wrong. That's where we come in. That's where you come in. And that's where we come in? We don't need you to fix whatever the problem is, necessarily. You just need to figure out what it is. Computer wants a inspection team that is not related to the region to go in and ask some questions. Do a little poking around. My guess is that, uh, you know, somebody made a whoopsie and doesn't want to admit it. It's probably scrambling to fix it before anyone finds out. But it's also possible that it could be some kind of theft. It's a lot more exciting, but I had no idea how you'd steal any uranium from there. Can't really smuggle it in your pants. Geiger counters would go bonkers. You'd have to be stupid to try it, too. Handling that without safety equipment, you'll probably turn into a mutant or something or just keel over. Yeah, you need to be really stupid to just stick a bunch of mutagenic substance into your pants and try to walk away. Uh, you'll go down and figure out why we're short on uranium. See if there's any kind of treason involved. Shoot it. Report back. Simple. Now, you have any questions or can I get back to my show? Does the yellow officer have a, um, like a name tag or anything? Um, he doesn't have a name tag. He does have a name on his desk. It says he is uh, Bretford Y N O W eight. Hmm. What show? <laughs> I'm watching. Uh, what's my treason? Where do we pick up our equipment? Oh, good show. Um, yeah, I'm about to find out what their treason is. Wow, that's the best part. Oh, don't spoil it. I haven't seen the most recent episodes. Uh, sure. Yes. Where are we supposed to go get our equipment? Where do we get our equipment? Is there a room for that? Oh yeah. He checks his papers again and he says, uh, "You'll just have to go down the hall. Uh, there's a door. It just says outfitting room. Uh, you'll head in there." Oh, you'll need a team leader. Um, I'll do it. He looks at you, and he looks at everyone else. I'll do it. Mm. I like the bold assertiveness with which you came into my office. I'll make it you. Ah, yes. Amazing. Anyways, uh, you can just assign the rest of your team and head over to Outfit. Oh, um, one final thing. Out of the envelope he's looking at, he takes a little pass card and a little slip of paper, and he extends it out towards you. Okay, I take it. He says... This is a pass card, and this is an address. You're going to head over to this district in sector BRF, and then you can use this pass card on the freight elevator here. That's what they use to lift all the uranium up and deliver it to every floor of the complex. It'll take you anywhere you want to go faster than an auto car or even a train. Don't think about abusing the card, though. It's mission equipment, and holding the elevator up for too long would be insubordination. Just because we're missing a little bit of uranium doesn't mean they can just stop shipping it. Everybody still needs power. Right. Of course. Okay. Uh, get moving. All right. Go to the quartermaster. 
Uh, you head out into the hallway. You want to go in first, or do you want to talk about what your team assignments are going to be first? Well, we should definitely have our team assignments before you walk in there. Well, yeah. we could always get our equipment, and then he could assign... No, because we get our equipment based on your roles. Well, I mean, probably what would happen is he would I, tell us what... I enjoy... What do you, what do you feel in team leader? team leader's assertiveness in this. All right. Uh, I'm going to make Graham loyalty officer, because so, he'd never betray me. Uh, get in his eyes. That's true, I would never betray Alpha Complex. Didn't he step on you when you were on the ground? Yes, because I was trying to be loyal. Ah. I believe that I should be the comms and recording guy for obvious reasons. Okay, license comms and recording. Okay. Uh, what's, your, what's all your medicine? I'm very good at medicine. I am uh, required to tell well, you because I'm so loyal to If I had to describe my medical ability, you know, a scale, like an arbitrary scale that goes like up to, I don't know, like 20 or something, I'd say it's a 3. Okay! Mine, uh, mine is decidedly average, so probably not fantastic. Uh, I think I'm pretty careful with other people. That's great, you're happiness officer now. Thank you. Uh, alright. Who do we have left? Frit. What do we make for it? I think it's important to make him an equipment guy. We need a guy right. for our equipment. We need an equipment guy. Alright, Frit, your equipment. Who oh boy, um, okay. Team leader, can I suggest that you make that guy who apparently can't remember anything the... Happiness officer and me, the equipment guy? What? Can I be the equipment guy and Fritter be the happiness officer? Hmm. Why? Because I don't trust Fritter? You don't trust your fellow troubleshooter. That was a fast... Uh... What, have I, what have I done to make you distrust you've me? You've displayed a I'm lack of... Out of that. You've displayed just... a lack of solid memory about things. That's what I what said initially. What are you talking said... about... No, he doesn't I, I am literally a memo max QA, and you're accusing me of having bad memory. Excuse There's a lot me. of you loyalty being called into question my here. Job is oh, citizen. This sounds like metagaming. Now we have to ignore all of it. Let's go continue onwards. Okay, so uh, sorry, one more time. What is everybody? Loyalty. Rams loyal. Lights is comms. Uh, bees is happiness, and Freya's equipment. Okay, you head into outfitting. Uh, this is a pretty big room, but uh, most of it is behind a mesh fence barrier, and there's only a small opening at a counter where a red outfitter agent is ready to equip troubleshooters heading into battle. The agent looks at you and says, All right, uh, and what are you? He says, looking at Kyle. Team leader. Okay, he goes back, uh, and he comes back with a red laser pistol barrel, and he puts it on the counter, and he says, Here you are. Nice. Next. I step forward. Loyalty officer. Uh, he goes back and he comes out with a red laser pistol barrel and also with a loyalty enforcement stick. You may remember this as a, uh, I guess a cattle prod would be the best way to describe it. Great. Now, how many shots are there in a red laser pistol barrel again, generally? Mm, oh, uh, that's a good question. Can anyone name that? Is it six? Ten? I think it's seven. I want to wow. say seven. You're stupid. It's six. Who said six? Lights, you said six, right? I said six. You get a perversity point. Excellent. How did you guys think it was seven? Because I can generally get seven shots out of it before it takes my hand off. Well, you shot seven shots, and on the seventh, it exploded. Yeah, I got seven shots. Right, because after it's seven, you can still, or after six, you can shot. still use it, but it's just super dangerous, right? Yes, because it'll explode. But it doesn't always. Like You can still keep... It, it, it's been a thing. does not recommend firing any shots after the sixth shot has been discharged. Commies have to die. I Listen, seven commies, six shots. I'm taking that right. seventh shot. He calls over next. Uh, I guess I'll go next. And what are you? Comms and recording guy. Okay. He goes back and uh, he comes back out again. He puts down onto the counter one red laser pistol barrel. 
and a uh, Com Mark One, which is the uh, handheld communication device, and also a multi-quarter Mark One. Uh, the multi-quarter does not have any programs loaded into it, but you get a Com and a multi-quarter, so lucky you. All right, I'll go next. All right, and what are you? I'm the happiness officer. Uh, all right, he goes back. Uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Hmm? Uh, what's the uh, dude's name? Oh, his name is uh, Ron R-A-R-E-1. Okay. Uh, he puts down a red laser pistol barrel and also a container of red confetti, which has about five uses in it. Uh, does it, like, is it's just, like, a container of the confetti? Or does it, like, shoot confetti? Oh, no, it's just a container of confetti. Oh, then what do you mean it has five uses? Like, it has five... It has enough confetti for you to throw five... Confetti five times? Confetti. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I can estimate this by looking? Well, yes, you I... know how much confetti you can hold, don't you? I guess I do have, uh... Oh, speaking of which, uh, hey, Ron, I busted up my old one. Do you have a replacement part for me? Remember earlier when I said I was going to interrupt to tell you about secret things? This is one of them. What you are about to see is treason. Treason most high. Citizen BZZ1 has just uttered from her lips a secret code phrase. She is attempting to secretly communicate with her secret society contact. Yes, that's right. This outfitting officer is also a traitor. In episode 1.5, you will learn exactly why she's doing the things that she's doing. For now, all you need to know is, by saying the phrase, do you have a replacement part for me? She is actually asking for this man to give her an illegal device used to transport radioactive materials through security checkpoints without being caught. I, as the Game Master, wish her the best of luck in succeeding at her secret task. But I also wish the best of luck for everyone else, and their task is to catch her. For the most part, when these situations arise, I will try my absolute best to be totally neutral and unhelpful to either party. But for now, back to the show. Uh, he looks at you, and he says, Oh, sure. And he goes back, and he grabs something, and he comes back, and he puts it down. It's a uh, metal cylinder. kind of looks like a laser pistol barrel, except a little bit wider. Uh, I take my confetti and my barrel and my canister and i put it all in my bag all right really? okay who's next fret is the only one I left step up and say hello i am the equipment officer or the equipment guy equipment officer all right uh he goes back and he comes over but this time he comes with a uh he comes over to the door and he opens the door to the cage uh and a little robot rolls out oh oh what is that hello little robotic friend the robot is it's maybe like three feet tall. It, it kind of looks like sort of like a garbage can with a little like weighing station on top of it. it like something you might put stuff in at, a, at like a produce aisle. Not that you know what a produce aisle is. And he says, this is the um, Mark 83 Radbot. <laughs> Hello again, Radbot. Uh, this is designed specifically for the measuring of radioactive material, uh, specifically uranium. It's uh, assigned to you for your mission as the equipment officer. It's your responsibility to take care of it. If you place anything on top of it, it will detect the uranium quantities. It should be very helpful for your mission. I, uh, I pull out a can of Bouncy Bubble Beverage, extra classic, mm -hmm. uh, and I put it on top of the Radbot. <laughs> it waits for a split second, and then it says, This is not uranium. Excellent. Thank you. I kick that off. So I'm not familiar with the Mark 83. Um, is it new? Uh, 
Or better question, am I familiar with it? Why would you be? Well, uh, do you have a bot spotting skill by any chance? I do. I'd like to pull out my little tiny PDA and mark this down if I've ever seen this before. Uh, well, you should uh, you should roll your bot spotting skill to see how much you know about it. Okay. Uh, hold on. Uh, one success and one failure. One success and one failure. All right. Um, it sounds like you have not heard of this before. You have heard of radiation bots, uh, aka rad bots, but you don't know anything about this one. Uh, the guy says, uh, "I don't know. You know, we have a couple of them in the back. They've been there for a while." Oh, okay. Apparently, he doesn't know much about it either. Anyway, he closes the door and he says, "Also, this stuff's for you too." And he puts down a uh, laser pistol barrel, of course, red. And he also puts down a bottle with some pills in it. Uh, I take a look at the bottle of pills. Does it have a label or anything on it? Yes, it says Globigon anti-red capsules. Ah, excellent. Uh, how many capsules are in the bottle? Looks like there's about 15. Okay. All right. I'm sure we'll not run out of those. Excellent. Thank you. Can you I'm imagine, sure this would be the, very useful. What was the last thing Bees got? Not the confetti. The other thing she got? Hmm? The gun to shoot the confetti? I don't think... She got a weird thing that looked like a pistol barrel, but was wider, and it was. I not got a replacement for uh, for a broken piece of equipment. <laughs> a broken wow, piece of. Wow, that's a really, that's a really uh, nondescript, uh, nondescript you love, explanation. You love to just accept things at face I value. Directly I directly at the equipment man. And I say, "What was that canister she received?" Uh, he says, "Confetti." No, the other one, the one that looked like a laser a laser pistol barrel. I take out my laser pistol barrel, and I compare it to the one she got. It's not a laser pistol barrel. That's why it's different. And I put it in my bag. Uh, the outfitting officer just says, what are we talking about again? Uh, I'm kind of busy. Are you guys done? Yeah, okay. we're, we're done. done. Uh, the equipment Wait. guy could better uh, get a feel for our equipment once we're out of your hair. Hey, what are uh, the names of the anti-rad pills? I'm sorry. Globigon? Yeah, glow-b-gone anti-rad capsules. All right, let's go. Okay. All right. So once we're outside of the office, can we have our equipment guy make sure that all of our equipment is in order? Sure. All right, equipment guy. All right. Um, well, the thing is, is that we don't have any uranium here to calibrate this Mark 83 Radbot and see if it is detecting radiation properly. So if we find some uranium uh, that isn't actively uh, killing us with radiation, we should test it. Uh, on the Radbot to make sure that it is functioning correctly. That's a good idea. What does the what does the Radbot read? Just if it's uranium or not? Uh, I am also not particularly familiar with eighty three Radbot. Um, I do not know whether it determines whether something is uranium or not, or whether it determines uh, the amount of radiation being produced by that uranium. Uh, we will need bit to... of a long shot. But does anyone else have bot spotting they'd like to roll? Yeah, does, any, does uh... anyone else know about these bots? Hmm, let's see. I don't know, but I got a minus six in bot maintenance. I'll I hand, roll hand it over. a bot spotting. Uh, don't hand it over to him. I don't think that's a good idea to let this man touch robots to maintenance them. Batman is also team leader, though. Uh, but at the same time, I feel but like it's probably a smart team not leader knows how to delegate. Isn't that correct? Hey. What? I'll, I'll roll a bot spotting check. Okay. All right, one sec. I have to remember how to use roll 20. All right. You have no clue. About the Mark 83. Uh, team leader, I don't mean to press, but shouldn't we uh, get going to the sector? We... Well, haste makes uh, waste, after all. We've got plenty of time. That uranium's not going anywhere, unless it is. Uh, exactly, we don't know <laughs> what's That uranium to it. might be going somewhere. 
How about we do this? Uranium may or may not be going somewhere. You know, we've got a, we got a train to catch. We can do this on the train, right? Exactly. I thought we were going to an elevator. You went on the elevator. Yeah, elevator going on yet. a freight elevator. But it's like way down. Well, the freight elevator is in sector BRF, and the uranium is in sector BRZ. So we need to get uh, so to sector BRZ. Do, so do we need to take a train, Ghost, or do we need to take uh, other means of transportation? What's the fastest way there? So um, I'm going to assume that these horrible conversations happened in the transport tubes. God, I hope so. And that now you're at the elevator, uh, if that's okay. So the elevator will <sighs> take a while because I'd really still like to finish. We've got a lot of equipment we haven't inspected. The elevator will take a while. Okay. Um, so you arrive in sector uh, BRZF. BRZF? Yeah, we're going to BRZ from BRF. All right. Uh, so there is a big metal rectangle. That's an elevator. Very large. It is, it is a, a, there is a large loading and unloading area near the street. And that and the elevator itself combined, you could probably fit like a dozen warbots in there. Very big. The elevator shaft is just kind of a huge gray metal frame that goes straight up, way up, up, up into the artificial sky and through the cave ceiling to the next layer of Alpha Complex, and it probably also goes down in a similar fashion. The door is closed, but since there's not really any walls on the elevator, there's just a fence around it and a gate that goes in. And you can see that the elevator platform is already here waiting for you, so I guess they sent it up. Hi, get on it. Yeah, let's get on well, you, you use your pass card to open the gate, and then you get yes. on it. Just making sure that we understand each other. I do put my left foot in front of my le- right foot, and then I put my right foot in front of my left foot? Yes. I put my left foot in front of his right foot. I fall. <laughs> that was quite rude of you. Sorry. I have two left feet. That is objectively untrue. I look at uh, Kyle's shoes. Are they both left? I don't know, are they? No. They're left and right. He would have That'd to be, be a registered mutant. Character trait. I have two left feet. feet. Really, left I do. Feet. Uh, I think that could just be genetic drift. Are you implying that our amazing clothing technology is anything less than stellar? You should really apologize to Frit for that. It's always room for failure. There's just no patience for it. (sighs) Anyway, how do I send this down? Uh, It looks like there is a control panel in the front that tells you where you are. (sighs) Hi, where am I? You're in sector BRF. Hi, where am I going? BRZ. Um, Nowhere at the moment. I stay politely. Go to BRZ. Hit the is BRZ, BRZ on this one? You want to you press the button to go, to go down? Is BRZ on this? Yeah. Okay, I hit that button. All right, you hit the button. Uh, the elevator door closes, and it starts going down. Uh, slowly at first, but it starts picking up speed pretty quickly. Is there anything on the elevator, or is it just empty right now? It looks like um, there is kind of a raised part in the center that's got a little bit of a wall around it to prevent shaking if you're taking stuff and you, you put it all in there. Uh, but the, no, it's it's pretty plain, pretty normal. Okay. Just like flat walls and stuff. How fast is this elevator going now? Well, it was going pretty slow, but it's starting to it's starting to go quite quickly. Uh, wind is uh, wind's blowing, you know. All right, equipment guy, do your equipment guy stuff. Dangerously um, quickly. Is it is it increasing? What would I you mean, like me? Yes, to but do? It, I, I will alert you if you're. I'll, I'll tell you if you start going like. Oh my god, we're gonna die. Okay. Everybody has equipment, and I feel like, as the equipment guy, you need to make sure that it's all in t- top shape. Uh, alright, let's, uh, let's start with your equipment, then. Alright, I've got uh, my Com Mark 1 and my Multi-Quarter Mark 1. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's take a look at that Multi-Quarter. Okay, the appropriate check for a multi-quarter would probably be electronic engineering. Okay, uh, let's, uh, let's make sure that this multi-quarter is working correctly. 
um, communications officer. Uh, we wouldn't want something to go wrong and not work. That's correct. That would be quite unfortunate if something went wrong. Uh, I'm going to GM roll this. Okay. I have one final post-production note. It's for both Red Clearance and for Ultraviolets. I just want you to know the difference between a roll and a GM roll. With the program that we are using to roll, a GM roll, or a Game Master roll, is a roll that will only be displayed to the person who rolls it, and to the Game Master. Unlike other role-playing games, you don't always want people to know what skills you really have. It would be very unfortunate if everybody knew your weaknesses. I guess I should also explain successes and failures. They were mentioned a few times already. Depending on how skilled a character is, they roll a certain number of six-sided dice when they perform a skill check. The number of results that are the number five or six are counted as successes. That means that something good happens. The number of dice that have a one on them are failures. That means that something not good happens. If you're better at the skill, you get to roll more dice, which means you can get more successes. You can also get more failures, which is unfortunate, but rewards always come with risk. I just, you know, I'm, I'm filled with confidence for GM rolls. Okay, I, uh, I, I GM rolled it. All right. Um, what does this look like? Is it working properly? Is the battery all charged? Yeah, uh, it looks like everything about this multi-quarter is perfect, uh, but you feel that you are such a genius that you could, in fact, make it even greater if you wanted to. Um, in what way? Question mark. You could optimize it. You can fix it. You can make it greater than ever before. <sighs> I, I trust turn the equipment to guy. the common recording. Yeah, that's his job. I turn to the I common recording you. guy and say, would you like me to make this the best recorder ever? I would like everything to be optimized for uh, this mission. All right. Uh, is that the same roll, or do you need me to re-roll for that? No, that's the same. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm going to optimize your recorder. Okay, Fritz seems to fiddle around with the multi-quarter in ways that bamboozle and defy your expectations. And um, when he's done, it doesn't seem that much different, but uh, it turns on and off much faster. Oh, wow. Which is good, question mark. Did you put anything in this, or did you just, you know, grab the uh, wires with your you know, hands? You know, just a uh, little bit of oil in the, uh, in the hinges. Uh, make sure that the... Camcorder does not have hinges. Uh, I assume... Okay, so out of character here. I assume they were like a camcorder and had a flip-out screen. Do they? Um, yeah, that's pretty much what the multi-core mark one looks like. Alright, I just, uh, I, I made the flip-out screen, uh, flip-out smoother, and I made the power button work a little bit faster and a little bit easier to press. You know, uh, small, that... small tweaks. Did, okay, like, uh, thank you. Did that seem consistent with what we watched him do? Like, press buttons yeah. on it? Question mark. Does anyone else want to roll electronic engineering to inspect the inspection that he just inspected? No, God. Why are you the equipment guy. Because you're welcome to. You know, I mean, it is my equipment, and I do trust your work implicitly. But I do want to. He says as he types in a roll. I, I mean, I need to make sure that I understand all the new features you put into this. Uh, please refrain from inspecting your equipment if, if. You uh, do not have suitable background knowledge because it would be very unfortunate if you broke your equipment. Um, especially I'd say after that... I have improved your equipment. I think that's a fair warning. Uh, you're the cons recording guy. Take note that he said that and then give it the expression you think it deserves. Yeah, I mean, if, if you are confident that's... in your electrical engineering ability, um, by all means, uh, I welcome the double inspection of my work. You know, I feel great about my electronic engineering skill, in fact. Excellent. Um, 
Dwight, you believe this is the worst changes, the most terrible changes? Everything's bad. <laughs> you hate it. I'm sorry, but I really liked the Mark One better. Oh, it still is a Mark One. It's just a Mark One that's been fritterfied. It's a, it's like a Mark One point four, and as you all know, this is sometimes the simpler is better. The button, <laughs> the button being easier to press, is just really unfortunate because now you're gonna rub it and it's gonna turn on and off without you knowing. You're not you don't like it. <laughs> I really need some tactile feedback, and I feel like by making this so optimized, it lost some of that, you know? The flippy screen is too flippy. It slides around. If you tilt it the wrong way, it just sort of slides back and forth. You don't like it at all. Can you undo these changes? I mean, I I can attempt to undo these changes. Would you changes. like to attempt to undo the changes? I would like to roll to undo the changes. All right, go for that. Uh, let's see. All right. You've created a Mark One multi-quarter that is somewhere between where we started and where we were before. <laughs> it's, um, it's, still, it's still slightly improved. Whether or not terrible. this is a good thing is debatable, but I guess that compromise is your only option here. Is there any other equipment that you want to inspect before we continue? Um, I would like to inspect that piece of replacement equipment that B's got because uh, I am the equipment guy and I have not seen that particular piece of equipment and I want to make sure that it is Listen, equipment properly. guy, you may inspect this and I'll get it out for you in a second, but I, I want you to know that this is personal equipment. Uh, I knew the equipment guy. That's what this is about. So you can look at it all you want, but it's not yours. It doesn't have to do with the mission. All right. Uh, I, uh... I pull out my my tube and I let him look at it. Okay. Um, you take it fritter. It's a little metal cylinder. Like I said, it's about the size of a, a pistol barrel, a little bit wider. Um, it's gray, you know, gray's infrared clearance. That's a good security clearance. Nice solid clearance that everyone's allowed to have. Um, yeah. let's um, see what, uh, uh, I take a look at, have I, have I ever seen something like this? Do I recognize any way? Uh, that's a good question. You should make a uh, you should make a hardware. In the meantime, uh, mechanical engineering is what I mean. Um, I will take it back and put it back in my bag. I mean, he's still looking at it right now. Well, he like it's after... literally. I I am inspecting it at this moment. Yes, you're gonna you're looking at it and you're making the roll. And as soon as you are done assessing that, I'm going to take it back. And put it away because it's mine. Don't want any upgrades for this one. You sure? Yeah, I am sure. I don't want your all right. Very uh, slippery hands on it. Have I ah. ever? Have... You you search you search your mind, the back, the recesses, the depths of your brain, and you you remember you you remember something about this, something about the the way that the surface looks, the texture of it, and you remember the word shield, and you declare, ah, this must be. A shield to protect yourself. I I declare this this must obviously be some sort of shield. It is f faintly familiar. Oh really? Um, so I will give it back to bees uh, if that's personal equipment. That's um. Okay, let's just test it. I take out a gun. Oh no! <laughs> I, I um, very quickly hand the shield let's, back to let's bees. Let's let's can I veto it's the shooting of someone on an elevator, not a please? Shield. Can, can can the loyalty officer veto the shooting of someone on an elevator? I guess probably. Yeah, that would fall under your jurisdiction, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna veto. No. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm just I'm gonna make a little someone. hand cutting motion. A, I'm shooting. <laughs> how about how about this? How about this? Let's compromise. You let me see the thing. I'll inspect it very quickly. I won't even make a roll. And then I'll give it back. And then if I think it's good, we just move uh, on. No, no, no. If your problem is me shooting it, I take out a knife. My problem is, yes, you shooting my equipment. You all saw it. 
You can make rules based on seeing it. You watched Fritter fiddle with it. I don't give a fuck. I'm putting it away. I think it's important to stretch test the shield. It's not it's a personal shield. equipment. Um, Misremember, while... he doesn't know what it is. I trust well, my equipment well. officer to judge my equipment. While this is going on, uh, I decide to, uh, as a final check, uh, review one piece of my equipment, and that is take a look at my Globigon capsules. Mm. Uh, does the uh, does the label have any interesting warnings or side effects on it? Uh, let's see. Uh, it does have one one thing that says please ingest before uh, becoming radiated, uh, which actually that might be important to know that you're supposed uh, to take it preemptively. So this is oh, a wow. so Maybe this is we a. Maybe we should all take. One of those. Uh, well, let's not take them just yet. How long is the lasting? The, how long is we, lasting? we still might have a ways does to go. Us, we don't know how long this lasts. Does it but, give us a uh, timeline on the on the? Yeah. Does thing? it say how long we need to go between doses? Um, it says that it says lasts for up to one year, but you're not sure if that means like hmm. the expiration date. Uh -huh. It works after you take it. Uh, so we will. Uh, so will be gone is not a super uncommon thing. Wouldn't somebody with, like, pharmatherapy know something about this? That's a good idea. Um, does anyone have a good pharmatherapy skill? Uh, uh, do we have I a medical remember. officer? We do not. Let's see. Okay. I have a decent pharmatherapy skill. Unless Lights is an 8. Lights uh, looks like Lights has just made a roll. I don't see that. Uh, secret roll. GM roll. Wow. I don't trust that. What do okay. I know? Um, you believe that you should take this preferably up to an hour before being exposed to any radiation, and that it will probably last for about one to two hours. That is your belief. All right, so once can we get I... to the bottom of this elevator, I think we should all take one, and we'll have like ten left over. Can I roll this? Okay. Does it need to be a gene roll, or is that just lights being lights? Oh, um, uh, you're, you're free to roll privately or publicly, unless I tell you otherwise. I would never privatize my rolls. That's four successes and one failure. Um, you have a pretty similar view to lights. You, you're, you've been informed that you're supposed to take it one hour and 15 minutes before being exposed to radiation. Ooh, that's, uh, that's a pretty tight timeline. Uh, I would agree with team leader that we should probably take this now, then. There are five of us. Why don't we... pills, so we can each have three and then take them, like, constantly, and that should be the day. Hey, I have a question. Mm -hmm. So, they use this elevator to cart up and down the uranium, right? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't this elevator be radioactive? Probably. Uh, I take I, a pill. I'm gonna take a pill. I, uh, I give, are you gonna distribute them? I, I mean, just look at Radbot. I distribute a Globigon pill to everyone yeah, in the party. Um, just, just a single yeah, one, or just, do you give us all just, three of ours? Just a single one. We'll keep them pooled for now. I okay. gingerly take the Radbot, and I flip it upside down, and I place it on the elevator. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> That's do what that. I was thinking. <laughs> uh, it beeps, and it says, This is not uranium. Okay, this uh, is less useful than I thought it was. Please uninvert my rad butt. I uninvert the rad butt. Thank you. Um, all right, uh, everyone, take your Globigon. All right, I take so, Globigon. Everyone, everybody take takes one. My Globigon. Right? Yeah. What so I guess we have. Time okay. is it? Uh, it is time X. Time X is the time where you just took Globigon. I'll tell you when it is time X plus one hour. Um, let's see. The elevator stops at this point. And you look at the thing, but it says you're only in sector BRT, so you're not sure why it stopped. Um, what have we all been doing while riding the elevator, just standing in the middle? I look up the elevator. You look up? Yeah. Well, I've well, been busy in the elevator shaft. I've been busy improving and then unimproving. I look uh, down the elevator shaft. Um, you see the elevator because it's blocking Yeah, you, you see know. the floor of the elevator. 
Isn't there a little cube thing that, or is that solid? Um, it's really just a solid platform that goes up and down. Uh, how are we? Anyway, the door opens up and uh, there's a green guy outside. Hello. He says, "Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta squeeze in here. Sorry." And he just he steps on. He is wearing a combat helmet and a green reflect armor, and he appears to have a green laser rifle. I make uh, plenty of room for the green officer. Yeah. Where are you stopping? Uh, is this armed forces or insect? Uh, well, reflect armor is standard issue for troubleshooter, so he might be a troubleshooter. No. Oh. Um, um, he might be. He could might be else, but... green insect though. Uh, green is is how much you have to be to be like a like a big insect or something like that. It's the it's well. I'm looking for it. Insect ranks get complicated, but we'll we'll talk about that soon. Uh, I'm sure. Can I mean, look, your team leader. I look away from Frit. I suppose not. Okay. Um, what floor is this man going to? He says, "I, I, I see you're going down, man. But I, I'm so sorry. I gotta go up one floor. There's this traitor. Uh, I was chasing him. Uh, you know, I died. Decanted down here. Uh, I just gotta, just gotta. He, he walks over to the controls and he punches it. They go up a floor. How? Wait. Uh, our pass, co- pass card. What does it like say on it? What do you mean? Like, does it say like?" Good for one use? No. No. Uh, it's just a pass just card. elevator pass. And okay, no, I'm not going to override just, a green troubleshooter. I, I know you're not. I just, I, I want to know where, like, what, where this puts us. Um, I think you're uh, making the right should... decision by allowing him to go where he wants to go. We literally can't make a decision other than that because he is green. I mean, has do you want to kill him? Yes, so we can go... again, I think that that is the <laughs> yes, right decision. Kill him? Yes. I just want to know. <laughs> If our status is changing, I just want to be aware of my surroundings. Anyway, the elevator's going up now. He says, you know, so uh, so sorry, man. You know, I know we're not really supposed to use this, but, you know, it's kind of urgent. Uh, what, is it, sir? what is this trader related to? Oh, he's like a, you know, commie suspect. Uh, what, you know, I was just a... Uh, what's your name, sir? Oh, uh, my name's Glenn. Yeah, you know, uh, Glenn G, OHS, 38. Sorry, Sorry, what number did he say? 38. Oh, I said 308. I was going to lose my fucking mind. Well, you need to just decamp. And if you know you do that once a month, you'll be up to your 30s pretty quick. Yeah, I was just doing my, uh, I was doing the service board, you know. What is uh, our actually, service board, by the way? No, no, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. Oh, the service board's great, man. You know, you get all kind of extra credits and merits and stuff. You, you guys, uh, you plugged into it yet? I look at this man. I tilt my head at his. Is this a tutorial? Yeah, sure. Whatever you want, man. Uh, I'm gonna, um, mind my own business and... Ram, cattle prod, cattle prod. Uh, I wanna I... know more about this. Uh, I'm sorry, can you want me to cattle prod? Uh, no, I, I, plug, plug me into the service board, show me it. Okay, let's, let's, come on, let's go, let's, I click next. Tell me more. I keep, I keep clicking next. I say, don't remind me. You're not gonna read the terms and conditions? Uh, yeah, I think I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna drink my, my, my soda pop, and I'm gonna, uh... Come on. Mind my business. My team is putzing around behind me. I can hear him. I can feel him. Let's go. All right. So he, he gives you a code for your PTCs. Just out of curiosity, do we know what sector he's getting off at? Like where the elevator's presently going? Well, uh, you stopped at BRT, and he said he has to go up one floor. So whatever letters before T is where we should be going. Uh-huh. BRU? No. No, Fred. No, U does not T. come before T. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V. No, it doesn't. Thank you so much for singing A, B, C, D, E, I asked this green if he'd like a drink. Yeah, sure, man. I hand him a bouncy ball of beverage. He takes a, he takes it, pops it up and takes a sip and says, 
Hey, thanks, dude. Yeah. All right. Uh, you get up to BRS, door opens, uh, and it steps off. You see that there's a lot of like fire and explosions going on here. And he says, all right, uh, thanks, man. See you later. All right. Uh, good luck. Good luck. All right. So you go back down. I'm going to assume you're going back down. <laughs> Maybe not. Is there a hatch for this elevator? Can I, can I climb up above it? Um, no, it's literally just a flat platform. Um, oh, there, is, a flat platform? there is, in fact, a hatch if you wanted to like open it and just like jump down and presumably die. Hold on. Is anybody drinking something right now on this elevator that's moving quite fast? Uh, I am, in fact, drinking something. I'm, I'm a big fan. I like to reevaluate this elevator because I don't think it's elevator at all. I think it's. I a bit am different. going to. Uh, you don't think this elevator is an elevator? Chug the rest you think of it's a railroad? Hello, I'm the equipment guy. I would like to inspect this elevator. No, but like it is an elevator. It's so, an elevator. so that I thought, it can't be spilled. Great. Bees isn't gonna spill a drink. Uh so like is this elevator not elevator. Uh I was I was under the impression that it had like uh the elevator wires in the center, but is is it like is it attached to something? It is um suspended to the elevator frame and there are four Therefore, okay, so it's instead of in the center, it's down the corners, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. All right, I got it. So it's basically like a lift. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, you're heading back down, and the elevator stops again, but uh, you didn't go down very far, and in fact, you're still on BRT. Ah. All right. Who's the now button again? I open the hatch. Who's, who's under the hatch, ready to uh, Sam Fisher kill us? All right. Um, you uncrank the very sturdy hatch, and you open it up. And there's just a yawning abyss below you. Meanwhile, the door opens and Glenn walks in again. And he says, oh, man, you know, so sorry. He got me. He had this disintegration, like, bomb thing. You know, it blew me up. I was like, ah, you know, it's like screaming, turning into ashes. Um, I would have decanted up there, but, like, you know, the blast blew up. the decanting tube up there, too. You know, it kind of sucks. Sorry, could you you remind me what your your name was, sir? Oh, yeah. uh, uh, I'm Glenn G. Glenn G. OHS uh, 39. Okay, thanks. 39. Because he died. He just died again. Uh, oh, I know. I'm just taking it in. Taking so, it all in. Numbers go up really fast. I didn't think he had, you know, like a bomb like that. Uh, he goes over to the controls and he sets it to go up again. I would also remind people that uh, our Globy Gone is... Uh... Wait, hold on. What if the reason the uranium is low is this man has just been dying and <laughs> using this elevator <laughs> uh, forever? Yeah. That How was what I was thinking. How long have you been at this, Glenn? Thank you for listening to this episode of Paranoia. Fight together or die a clown. Remember, happiness is mandatory.